Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough, and here is a mini dose of Dr. Debbie where I'm sharing tips, suggestions, strategies, and sometimes just motivation to have you move past your betrayal once and for all. When you're creating new boundaries after betrayal, I'm a big believer in leaving no stone unturned and also leaving no opportunity for misunderstanding and miscommunication. So when it comes to boundaries, that means spelling it out, being super clear about what you need, what you want, what's important to you. We had a member in the PBT Institute uh, yesterday and she said, well, I shouldn't have to spell it out. He should just know. Well, yes, maybe he should just know, but he doesn't. So I would so much rather you spell it out and make it crystal clear what your needs are because here's the thing instead of wondering and hoping and leaving yourself you know out there for this disappointment why not spell it out and make it crystal clear you're redefining who you are what you want and what you need when it comes to uh reconciliation and especially in the beginning here's where those rules are super strict uh, you know and you need to completely uh, spell it out in whatever way allows you to feel secure and safe and leaving you know no opportunity for misunderstanding and miscommunication so while yes he should read your mind and he should know and he should this and he should that I get it and is it frustrating that you that you know he just doesn't know and doesn't read your mind yes are you better off just spelling it out so there's no room for miscommunication I'm a b- big believer in th- the answer is yes and this way uh, if it's spelled out completely and then it's still not honored you know what you're working with and um, and then you can take it from there I hope that helps why are you tolerating certain behavior? I was working with a woman yesterday, new to the PBT Institute, and we have a lot of work to do. She said, well, I just just help me forgive. Now, here's the thing. Yes, forgiveness is all about us. But I said, okay, well, t- let's talk about this. And I said, well, why do you want to forgive? She goes, well, I just, want, I, I just want to be able just to, just to move past this. And here's the thing. She wanted to forgive so that she could find a way to tolerate his behavior. Nothing has changed. He's actually still having the affair. But she just wants to be able to be okay so that she can tolerate it. So I said to her, do you have kids? Yeah, I have a daughter. Really? What's your daughter's name? She told me your daughter's name. So let's just imagine your daughter said the same exact thing to you. What would you tell her? She goes, I'd tell her to leave. Why is it okay? if it's good enough advice for your for the daughter and not for her so i'm saying to you are you tolerating behavior and are you trying to do all you can to numb avoid distract forgive so that you can tolerate someone else's disrespect now i'm not saying that there's potential to create something entirely brand spanking new with the person who hurt you but at the very least There's remorse, regret, empathy. That person is taking that I'll do whatever it takes attitude to make that change. In this instance, he's really not willing to do much of anything. She's doing, wants to do the work for both of them and just wants to be able to get to a place to tolerate that behavior. This is, I mean, I get it. There's a, you know, a lot of years invested in everything else, but this also comes down to a self-love issue. And then I always bring up fear. If you weren't afraid, what would you do? becomes obvious then. So if this is the case with you, I'm going to ask you the same question. Why are you tolerating behavior that you would never, 
ever do to someone else? That's the question for today. Hope that helps. One of the most common things that happens once we've been betrayed is it's really hard to make decisions. Why? Because there's been a complete and total shattering of trust. We don't trust the person who betrayed us and then we don't trust ourselves because we're like, I'm the right person. How did, I, how did I not see? How did I not know? And if we can't trust the person we trusted the most and we don't trust ourselves, well then how in the world can we trust in everyone and everything? So until trust is completely rebuilt, and it can be, I actually teach a four-part trust rebuilding process, so many resources in my bio, but what can you do until then? One of the things you can do is this. What would you suggest to someone you love? If you have kids, if you have a, you know, a family member, a best friend, what would you recommend to them? And sometimes it's because it's so hard when it's us, but if a question comes up and you're not sure, check in with your response in what would you, what you'd suggest to a loved one. And sometimes it makes it really um, so much clearer. And then even with that decision, I still would wait a little bit to make sure it's the right one. I recommend never make a decision from a low place, but if you need to make some immediate decisions and it's so hard to trust ourselves, that's a way around it where um, you're checking in with the people you love to see, you know, what would I recommend to them? What would feel so right for them? And that's usually something that would work well for you. I hope that helps. You need the right tools, support, and the right community to move through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. And we have all that within the PBT Institute. So join us at the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com. There's a version of you who's so confident, healthy, peaceful, and happy on the other end of your healing. And we can't wait to help you get there. We got you. Thanks for listening. And here's to your breakthrough.